our learning objective is to describe the general characteristics of futures contracts. Let's start with an example of an agricultural contract. Let's consider, say, a September 2010 corn contract. Well, the standard quantity on a corn contract is 5,000 bushels. The contract specifies delivery in September at a specific location. The quantity is also specified, again, 5,000 bushels, and the quality is uh, specified. That is, there are different types of corn, and you contract to deliver a particular type of corn. However, uh, contracts normally also include penalties if you deliver a different type of corn. And so, uh, people who are on the short side and ultimately making delivery will always look at what's the cost of delivering a different type of corn uh, and what's the penalty. And in those cases, we're delivering a different type of corn uh, even after paying the penalty is cheaper than delivering the quality uh, or type of corn specified then that is what gets delivered. And so when contracts are traded, both people who go long and short focus on what is ultimately likely to be delivered. It's not necessarily what the, the is specified in the contract, it's going to be what's cheapest after consideration of penalties for delivering different types of quality or different types of products. In the case of corn, the quote is in cents per bushel. So if you see a price of 262, then that would be uh, 262 pennies per bushel. And as the contract is for 5,000 bushels, you multiply $2.62 times 5,000, and you get that the contract is for $13,100. There are many contracts per commodity, uh, and they will differ by delivery date. So uh, any one commodity may have as many as eight or ten delivery dates that are specified, and they may go uh, well out into not just next year, but uh, the, the following year. Let's consider an example of an interest rate contract. The underlying unit uh, would be one U.S. Uh, Treasury bond having a face value uh, at maturity of $100,000. The, the uh, bond cannot be callable for at least 15 years. And at the time of delivery, uh, the remaining maturity must be at least 15 years. So again, you could deliver a bond with a 15-year remaining maturity or a bond which has a longer time to maturity depends on what's cheaper. In futures trading, the vast majority of traders close out their position. And closing out a position means taking the offsetting transaction 
to remove the investor uh, from the books of the clearinghouse. Now, why might people close out a position as opposed to making or taking delivery? Well, the answer is simple. There is usually a cost to literally making delivery, and in many cases, uh, the person who's long the contract may not actually want the hassle of taking delivery as specified in the contract. And so very little actual delivery occurs with regard to futures contracts, but sometimes delivery does in fact occur. The, just to expand on that last thought, uh, when people are hedging, which is a very important use of futures contracts, and when people are hedging, what they are doing is they are using a position in a futures contract to offset the risk in uh, the underlying commodity that they are dealing with on a business basis. And for example, uh, let's say you have a cereal manufacturer located in Michigan. And the cereal manufacturer needs to buy corn on a regular basis to make corn-based cereal. Well, if the cereal manufacturer goes long on corn futures contracts, and the corn futures contract calls for delivery of corn, say, in uh, the Chicago rail yards, the corn manufacturer may say, you know, I don't really want to have to transport that corn up here. So what I'm going to do is to close out my corn futures position and go out and buy the corn in the local cash market, and then I also have better control over the quality of the corn that I am acquiring. Now, other characteristics of futures contracts is that most have a very large dollar value associated with them. The dollar price per unit is usually small, but most contracts are for a large number of units. So by the time you multiply the number of units times the price, you can end up with a very substantive value. Everyone who trades in a futures contract has to post a margin or a deposit. And the purpose of the deposit, or the margin, is to guarantee performance of the contract. So both the person who is long a contract and the person who is short the contract have to post margin uh, to show that, in fact, they will be around to honor their position. Now, the margin uh, will vary by contract and the amount is set by the exchanges, so I can't specify a specific dollar figure or a specific percentage figure, but in general uh, the margins that uh, traders and futures contracts have to post runs on the order of 5 to 15 percent of the market value of the contract. When people have positions in futures contracts, uh, the uh, 
brokerage firm that they have the contract, uh, uh, the position with, will on a daily basis engage what is known as mark to market. And mark to market is the process in which uh, the brokerage firm computes the value of the equity position on a daily basis. And the purpose here is to make sure that the margin that the trader has is sufficient to guarantee that they will not disappear. So let's consider a, for example, corn futures contract and one person's long the contract and one person's short the contract. If the price of the corn contract starts going up, well, we know that the person who is long the contract is going to be very easy to find. They are going to be right there because they're making money on the deal. The person who is short the contract uh, is the one that is going to be difficult to locate. And so uh, if the price is rising, we say it's moving in favor of the person who's long and against the person who is short. And in this case, then the person who is on the short side, that is the price moved against them, will have to, will be asked to post additional margin to ensure that uh, they will be around to honor their side of the contract. Now, where does the margin money go? Well, more or less it goes to the person on the other side of the contract. So if the price moves in your favor, you will start to get back your margin money, and if it continues to move in your favor, you'll even start to be able to get some of the profit that you are generating. As it moves against you, you have to put up more and more of uh, margin to ensure you will cover your position. Futures contracts have daily price limits. And these, these limits are established by the futures exchanges uh, to say that on any given day uh, there is a maximum variation allowed in price. So for example, let's say uh, the daily limit on corn is 25 cents and corn closed yesterday at three dollars a bushel. Well that means that today trading cannot occur at a price higher than three dollars and twenty-five cents or lower than two dollars and seventy-five cents. Okay, suppose that overnight there is an announcement that the corn crop in China has failed and China is going to be buying a substantial amount of corn in the US market. Well most people will immediately think, aha, price of corn is going to go up. And so when corn opens in the morning there will be a huge number of people placing buy orders and in fact they will place them at three dollars and twenty-five cents a bushel but lo and behold uh, nobody is, is interested in selling at three dollars and twenty-five cents a bushel because everybody knows that the price is probably worth substantially more than three dollars and twenty-five cents a bushel 
So what happens? Well, what happens is no trading takes place. So the traders on the floor of the exchange just kind of mill around hoping something, some development that might cause trading to resume. And if, in fact, for example, somebody, they were to be an announcement that, oops, that news story was wrong, there is no famine in China, then uh, presumably corn will resume trading at around where it, it previously traded. So trading could resume during the day, uh, but, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So at the end of the day, the people who uh, engage in the trading in that particular commodity will get together and say, well, there were no trades today, but we need to establish a price to mark to market. And that's called the subtle price. So there's no closing price because there was no trading, but there is a subtle price, and it's the subtle price that is used to establish the the payments that are made under mark to market. And that becomes the, in effect, uh, the, the opening price, or, or excuse me, that becomes treated as if it's the, the closing price for the day. And so the next day, uh, with the daily price limit of 25 cents, now that means that trading is allowed only uh, up to $3.50, the $3.25 subtle plus the $25, or down to a price of $3. And depending on where people think the price of corn should be, trading may or may not resume. It's certainly possible you could go several days uh, moving up the settle each day to the what was in effect the upper limit. Now, why do daily price limits exist? Well, it goes back to the issue of marking to market. For some people, marking to market may involve a lot of money that they have to come up with. And so by spreading out what are potentially huge price changes, you give uh, the people who have to come up with money more time in which to uh, figure out how to come up with the money. So it's, it's a process of spreading the pain over time when there are dramatic price changes. Let's consider some true-false questions. Most futures contracts conclude with the long position taking delivery of the commodity. Well, that's false. Most futures contracts conclude with people closing out their position so people who are long would simply sell the contract. Futures contracts are marked to market on a daily basis. That's true. Marking to market is what assures that people will honor the contracts at the end of the day. If daily price limits are hit, trading ceases to occur. Again, that's a true statement. Seems a little awkward, but that seems to work best.